World Cup. Have you heard that? Nah, what is that? S- song by, uh, I think it's Showspeed. His name? Some okay. 17-year-old American rapper, and he says all the country's names wrong. Like, Crotea. <laughs> you're a gay. Crotea. <laughs> no, yeah, Croatia, whatever. All right, welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 87. The pod named after the fact that in Australia, you have to stay up all damn night to watch football overseas. And this World Cup is the perfect example of that. we got kickoff times at 8.30, 11.30, 2.30, 5.30 in the morning, if you please. And we will, please. Uh, all right. We're just going to jump straight into this. Tommy's on the other end of the line. We're going to go through the games that have been so far. As we record, uh, Saudi Arabia are leading Argentina 2-1. Ooh, how will that play out? Messi's got a free kick as I look, and he's put it into the, the stand. All right, we'll start with the first game. <laughs> the World Cup started, Tommy, with, should we say, a whimper, not a bang? Not a bang. Well, I mean, the opening ceremony was, was, was a bang, don't you think? Morgan Freeman and... This, this guy that I thought, like, okay, initially I thought he was, like, in the stage. I didn't realize what was going on. They probably should have made it more clear. Interesting, interesting way to begin the World Cup, I thought. But didn't, that was a bang for sure. Yeah, okay. Didn't catch any of it because I don't care too much for the opening ceremonies of things, you know. Maybe that's a, that's a bit of a negativity on my part from Olympics opening ceremonies that go for six days. You know, but yeah, but that's tradition, yeah. Sam. That's tradition. Okay. We don't have tradition when it comes to football, especially not in the Middle East. They get to write their own rules, mate. Okay, all right. Do you want to tell me about the football? Yeah, so glad I stayed up to watch it. Um, like thoroughly entertaining game. I was engrossed from start to finish. Mm. Um. I yeah, I don't know. Did you see it? <laughs> I did. I watched this one the following day in like a block of, I watched it in like, I was explaining to you before how like anytime I got a free chance during the day, I'd watch like 20 minutes of it and come back to it. Uh, God, I wish I hadn't. I didn't need to see it. I could have just watched the two minute highlight package by SBS that was about a minute and a half too long, probably for this game. They were fishing for content by the 30 second mark for sure. Yeah. Interesting Uh, how like. After the goal, Sam, like. Yeah, interesting how, like, we've talked about how most of the early kickoffs in the Premier League this year have been uh, absolute stinker fixtures. And then we get the opening game of the World Cup was an absolute stinker. You're going to relate it back to that, you reckon? All right. I just have. There's no, yeah, there's no good record now of, of opening day, of opening match fixtures that you can rely upon. Uh, it's, it sounds foolproof to me. I think we should establish this yeah. as truth. How many people do you think got sucked into the rumors of the uh, the bribes and <laughs> put money on Qatar? <laughs> uh, the vast majority of people I know. So I assume <laughs> in the community there was a bunch. Um, like, come on, that's a, it's like it, that feeds into the problem with Twitter at the moment. There's you can just write any kind of salacious bullshit, and it'll get thrown around like it's truth, and everyone will dive in on it. I mean, it's the same thing that, that happened with the the, uh, the captains' markets, where they suspended um, all the European teams that were going to wear the the armbands. Like you couldn't you couldn't bet on them being booked. Yeah, like that never eventuated in the end. So, like, why you know you go to that? Why why would you believe these kind of things? Panic stations. Um, and Valencia got two goals and had one disallowed. 
uh, I hate seeing goals disallowed like this for just you know, didn't affect the play in any way, but mm. whatever. Um, he you got two I'm in a, the end, but I'm on the other side of it now. Like I'm just because oh, yeah. there was one, there was one like you said earlier in the Argentina Saudi game. Yeah, and I like this is where we've this is where we've sat, and like we've actually got a system now that definitively will, you like will, it. Well, I just like that it adjudicates it now consistently with I this know. new tech that they brought into the World Cup. I know why I, you like it tonight. Well, tonight it makes sense. Yeah, I know why you like it. Go on. It's because it was the underdog Saudi Arabia who were on the the benefiting side of the offside call. The minnow. That's why you like it tonight. If it was the other way around, you'd be talking about how dog shit it is that we're rolling these goals off. I would like to make a point right here, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Because they've they've got they've they've brought in this new tech Sam for the World mm. Cup, which can now just adjudicate it yeah. consistently, and that's all I want. Yes, I agree with you that the shit shouldn't be offside. Who cares? Who cares where his leg is in that moment? Because so much happens post him being offside. Like it just it, none mm. of it matters. Like you said. Um, and you don't want to rule out a decent goal like that, especially early on in the game. No. So I get you, but I, I just, I'd still as like long to as it's see consistent, a, whatever. I'd still like to see a tweaking of it uh, for the ones that are like the Lautaro Martinez one that we saw at t- tonight while we're recording. The uh, where it's like a shirt sleeve kind of thing. All right. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add about this game? It's a bit of a nothing one. Ecuador kind of. Yeah, I don't know if I. 100% expected them to win. I, you know, I thought it'd be closer than that. I did rate Qatar a bit more, but uh, they were they were pretty ordinary. I also rated Qatar more, and it's probably because they won the Asian Cup, and it's obviously at home. You know, irrespective of the corruption, match fixing, whatever. The that they should have performed better than they did because of the preparation they've had. You know how they're basically playing like a club team. They yep. they shut down the competition. They've been in camp for 13 months or whatever. They've had like 21 friendlies or something coming into this. So yeah, it's probably just the weight of expectation, I would assume. It's, yeah. a, it's a lot of pressure to put on like, you know, 18 people's shoulders, 22 people's shoulders. Yeah, I guess so. In the end, maybe just beaten by a better footballing nation at this stage in their progression. Probably. And um, didn't the fans in the stadium love it? Did you catch that video of the, the Ecuadorian fan? I did. Making mo- money symbols in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. Right. Remember when we had the um, Remember when we had the printed off Marcos Flores money? Oh, the Flores dollars, so like yeah. Money with Flores' face on it or something? I don't... Yeah, something like that. Good times. You know, maybe maybe the single best thing is like the, the funniest act that the Red Army's ever pulled, I think. That's that was a funny ass stunt. All right, we'll get to the next one. The Monday night's game, eleven thirty, Adelaide time kickoff, God's country as we call it. Um Yeah, I think a lot of people expected an England win, but not like this. They were pretty emphatic, but at the same time conceded two. What do you make of this? This was a good game. This was a good game. Um England were definitely more ruthless than I anticipated. Yeah. Ruthless is a good word for it. They were definitely clinical, um, but I thought at the same time they were they were really pragmatic as well. Like they started like house on fire, come out first eight minutes, um, and just they looked like they were going to put six goals on, and then they had that extended break in play, um, that <laughs> the fucking bullshit that went on with the goalkeeper not being subbed, then being subbed. You know he's been fucking knocked in the head. Got his obviously face got concussion. Caved in. Yeah, yeah. He's off. like p- pissing blood out of both of his nostrils. 
yeah, had to go off. Anyway, after that 15-minute break, which had added on fucking 10 minutes or whatever, uh, you know, Iran had a tiny, tiny little passage of play where it looked like they, were, they could be threatening. But overall, that was just a team that came up against, a, a, you know, a world power, world superpower that didn't have a plan. They thought they could just sit in, five at the back, try and absorb and, you know, restrict the wide players, which some of them did. I think Sterling was quiet until he scored, which I mean, it's obviously a mark of a good player. But, it, you know, what that did is it forced him to come deeper, come and collect the ball. Him and Bellingham were linking up well. You know, Stones was just making 100 passes a game, slinging balls they definitely targeted the right-hand side and it was fruitful because you saw Saka gets two goals in the game. Maybe man of the match. Brilliant performance. I think he was given man of the match, wasn't he, officially? I'm not sure. It could be one of those ones where because he scored twice, he got it because I thought Bellingham Maybe. was brilliant. Yeah, from all reports. Rice played um, his role really well. Everyone seems to be of the same consensus that Bellingham took the absolute piss. Got a lot of messages from excited Liverpool fans because obviously I've been talking up Bellingham. And there, can't wait to see him roaming around the the fields of Anfield. But um, is he is he from the area? Is he what Bellingham? Is he from the area? What area? What is he going to Liverpool? Is oh, that that's saying? it. Seems to be yeah. Everyone seems pretty certain that that's where he's going. Uh, depends on the fee. Wow. But yeah, he's the kid's a star. Watch him most weeks at Dortmund. Takes the piss. I've said it every week on this pod. Takes the piss. Um. Again, probably got the best goal of the game as well with a header, which yeah, says I thought it was nice. Heaps. Yeah, um, interesting how Iran were like made out to be this, like you said, trying to sit back and absorb, but how easily they seem to also be cut open and caught kind of with players getting in behind them. Thought that was interesting. Um, it's a hard one to determine, hey, because is it was it England was so good that they were able to uh break open the passages of play, um, get in between the lines, or what Iran that just. A little bit of both because they've obviously just, yeah, a bit toothless and been sucked out of there, you know, due to England being good. But I think you got to, you need to stick to your guns a bit better than that. If you're going to try and absorb and park the bus to get a result, you're going to have to, you can't be dragged out so easily. Uh, But England were good. And they were, like I said, they were ruthless. They kept going on with it, piled more goals on. Uh, What did you think of their lineup? Because I saw some, some people were a bit iffy about some of the selections. I thought it was pretty Pretty well an expected lineup. The only thing I maybe would have changed would have been to have uh, Foden starting over either Mount or Sterling. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there was any, there was no surprises really, was there? I don't think so. Like Southgate's just is doing exactly what he always He's does. He's doing isn't Southgate. That, yeah. Isn't yeah. that what you want from a manager? Like, if he goes there with a plan and says he's going to do this and he has full belief in his playing squad that they can execute this, then help. That's what I want. That's I don't want someone going into a tournament and changing their formation three times because they don't know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought I thought he got it bang on. I thought every selection was well. I mean, for this game anyway, it was bang on because you know Mason yeah. out. Even though he didn't do anything spectacular, he was instrumental in linking the forward play and the wing play. And I, I think I thought he had a good game too. They do have those. They have a bunch of players that seem to be on pretty well the same kind of level or thereabouts. Maybe. Maybe Foden's maybe a better player than Mount, but more so as a winger these days than as a 10, whereas Mount is more of a 10. Mm. Um, perhaps that sways it. But, you know, the Greylish, Foden, Mount, guys like that, I think they're all kind of sterling. You know, you could pick one or the other and not really be weakened. No, no, exactly. I, w- I would pick sterling. I think he is a certain... I think so too. 
class above the others, and he's got the experience too. He's been maybe maybe hasn't been in the best form for Chelsea, but Mm -hmm. um, he's got it in his locker. Um, Got anything else on that one? Should we move on? I just I thought it was interesting how hyped the the English were. Um, I mean, that's just that's what they do, isn't it? When they they get a good result in a World Cup, but six goals. Pretty in, pretty emphatic. I think it's the first time they've ever done that in an opening game or something. And you don't see that too often. So mm. are they right to me up and about? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I think so. For all the negativity they get, they uh they this squad is decent. Or they've they've played together enough as a national team. Mm-hmm. They've had kind of because Southgate is so uh he kind of so, kind of in consistent in his selections i guess whether they're in club form or not they're in national team form and he keeps picking them and they seem to gel well together Maguire and stones look great together so um yeah onwards and upwards for them i guess and then you get the you get the x factor of bellingham sacker as well the young kids coming in and bang yeah and the group stage comes and goes real quickly once you got that first win out of the way you know they're looking up. They're not. I, I can't imagine they lose both games against USA and Wales, if any. So, you know, put them through. Yeah, that's a decent shout. Um, yeah, I'd have them beating both of them probably. Why not? I'd have them. I'd have them beating both. Yeah. So, the next game of the night uh, probably went under the radar a bit. The two thirty a.m. kickoff once again in God's country. Two thirty a.m. Adelaide. Uh, yeah, this it looks on paper like a regulation two 0 win for the Netherlands, but it was. Pretty open. Senegal had their chances, and it wasn't until the 99th minute that Davy Clarsen was able to <laughs> able to seal the deal for the Netherlands and get the three points. Uh, did you there's catch been, any of this one? There's been some truly iconic um, minutes added of time so oh, far. Oh yeah, we haven't touched is, on that yet, but yeah, crazy. Is there? Is this some? Should we go there? Is there anything to go on with this? It's is been this a directive. Be we have, apparently, we have it's been a directive it? that um, they've instructed them to add on the proper amount of time for every time players are like feigning injury or like, you know, spending time on the ground and stuff, which I I guess it's good in the sense that it will stop. It's probably not going to stop players trying to waste time. We're just going to end up with games that go to the 116th minute that aren't in extra time. Just Um, all the time. Because I'm I'm looking at this Argentina-Saudi game, haven't seen too many players go down and there's eight minutes added on. Yeah. Yeah, it's carrying on. It's definitely carrying on. It's a thing, yeah. Yeah, but they... What do you think? What do you think going forward? Is this a good idea? Again, this is where I think like we may as well just... I get why they're doing it because, you know, when you look at the average amount of minutes played in a football game, we've discussed this before, like in a Premier League game, it's like 50-odd minutes or something. Yeah. Um, This is why I think we've said before, like I know traditionalists would hate it, but two 30-minute halves where the stop where the clock stops. Yeah. And then Stop we get the 60 minutes of, you know, good football. Of football. Yeah. Could you, is... do, could you do 45 minutes of stopped clock? Or was that too long? I think it'd be too long. That's what we're, well, that's what we're seeing at the moment, almost. When they're adding on like 13 minutes and stuff to games. Because I know it's the previous game we're talking about, but there was a passage in the last, I don't know, six minutes of the England-Iran first half where there was like 14 added minutes. And you were yeah. just like, oh my God, blow the whistle. The keeper did. He blew it two minutes early in the first half. Was it? Yeah, the first. The half. keeper. The keeper broke his nose. That broke was his nose. That, yeah, yeah. That put a bit of a delay on things. But still, I don't know if if they're going to go down that route. I can't see it. 
sticking to I don't I think we'll just we'll end up going back to the Premier League in a few weeks time and it'll be back to like three minutes of stoppage time after four goals and whatever but it will be whinging about it yeah that's, that's what we do we just want to see the right amount of football being played obviously we're not going to get 90 minutes of pure football being played Plus, yeah I think that's too much to ask but but no one want to watch that no two 30 minute halves with with the clock stopping you know Traditionally, we up in arms right now. I can imagine. This, I can hear. This could be revolutionary. I can hear people angry as they're listening to this. Oh, but banging at your door, pitchforks oh well. at the ready. Yeah, they're ready to go. Me, they want to fight. All right. If you uh, want to send him some flaming bags of shit, his address is. Yeah. Do you have anything on this uh, Senegal Netherlands game? It's a tough one to catch the two thirty a.m. games. I, I managed to get. I managed to catch the like the mini type thing, the extended mini mm-hmm. thing. Didn't watch the full game, but yeah. I think that's enough to go on. I saw I saw that as well. Um, yeah, Senegal definitely had their chances. It, they give you the impression maybe they could finish second in this group. And the Netherlands, on the flip side, not that convincing. Relied upon two late goals in, in order to get them yeah. on the line. Perhaps, yeah. I think so. But uh, it was just the one late goal, wasn't it? Uh, what was the other one? 80, 84th minute. Yeah, 84th, I suppose, yeah. they. I don't know. They're... They still have they have a lot of the pieces there. I think the Netherlands they're not they don't seem to be they don't have by any means the best defense or the best attack or the best midfield, but they seem pretty balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, I don't want to I don't want to call that daily blend, but why? Sure, yeah, left back in Dutch football, it's like a like a left wing back type thing as well mm. at the moment at that age and his kind of slowness, I guess capacity, <laughs> yeah, his um, ability oh, as well. a human. <laughs> I, I could see them. They could cause headaches for people. I'm not sure how far they could go, but, you know, on their day, I think they can definitely cause some headaches. Uh, what's next? 5.30 a.m. game, USA-Wales 1-1. This was kind of eventful. I thought it always was going to be because it, it seems yeah. like a blockbuster kind of game. Wales, first time back in the World Cup, 60-odd years, 64 years away. Uh, the USA, you know, they missed out last time and they obviously have rights, uh, wrong, you know, wrongs to right, so... A game of two halves is that? Can we get full on the cliche? Uh yeah, full on it. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Wales definitely. You know, going in one 0 down at half time, then second half coming out and pretty much had all the ball, and it was just a matter of when would they score, and it eventually came with a penalty, bit of a rash, rash challenge. Um, that one and Gareth Bale it tucks it dumb. away to get the point, but they were knocking on the door. Dumb. I would say a draw is is fair in this one. Uh, Timothy Wales' goal was. Quality. So it was such a poor challenge. I would drop him for the next game. You would drop him for it? Wow. I okay. would drop him because it's just brain dead, man. In yeah. that position, bail back to goal. Of course, he's going to drop. Don't, yeah. don't fucking fly in like that. He went dude. straight through the back of him. It's just, it was, it was crazy. Bale just had that, he's just that split second quicker. That's the difference between the elite level players, isn't it? That, that split That's second of point. thinking and movement, and it gets him in front of the defender. Defender's already made his mind up to go. Um, but yeah, the Timo Weah's goal. Great finish. I feel he like those finishes it, eh? are underrated, but yeah, because he's, he's kind of, of running. He finishes it with his right foot as he's running to his left. Yeah, that's what's like is. a first it's... time finish as well. It's really, it's really crafty. I think so. Totally, totally catches the keeper unaware. I like expect it. Yeah, go he on. picks it. He picks it in the moment where the keeper has extended his body so that he knows he can coolly yeah. slot it. It's just. It, 
Brilliant. I, yeah. Expecting to, I expected the player. Often you see those guys, those ones there will kind of fake it and look to like knock it, it knock it around the keeper. But he's just gone to finish outside of the foot, kind of almost toe poke type thing. It was awesome. I like it. Yeah. Good strikers finish. Love to see. That's what, it. I'd, that's what I'd rather see. Speaking of strikers, uh, any national team with Josh Sargent leading the line deserves to lose every game. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm really upset Wales can get the win in this. Beautiful. All right. Well, do you want to talk about the. The only game we haven't covered is the game that's currently on while we're recording, but it's we're currently a hundred minutes in. We are a hundred minutes in. Is it finished on your screen on. yet? No, nah, it's still not finished. Well, <laughs> I, on my clock here, I've got ninety-nine minutes and forty seconds, and Argentina have a corner. Saudi Arabia two-one up. This game has been excellent, and the stadium has been absolutely pumping for it. This is kind of this to me is what World Cup's all about. We're going for some cliche there, but it really is. If there, if there can be any good reason that the World Cup is in Qatar is that it does open up the kind of home ground advantage to Middle East and Asian nations. And yeah. that's what that's what you're getting in this game because there are a fuckload of Saudis in the crowd and they're making awesome noise. There are, but looking at it on look, TV, it looks very blue and white. There's, I, I reckon there's a lot of uh, neutral dress. Yeah, I'd say Emphasis so. on the dress in the yeah. crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. Ironic, isn't it? Yes. Um, <laughs> there's, for me, in a, a similar thing when Australia played Tunisia that I heard during the week, there's like 30-odd thousand Tunisians living in Qatar and they are apparently just all frothing at the bit for this game. Yeah, right. And so if you think we're going to go into this Tunisia game on Saturday with you know, a, a win in uh, mind... We'll, like, we'll be under the pump. Gonna be, you're going to be sorely mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, if they get something out of the Denmark game, they're going to be... Fucking at us. I can 100% see us getting zero points and potentially oh, zero goals out of this tournament. So pessimistic. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I know, but um, yeah, whatever. Any comments on this Argentina-Saudi Arabia game as we wait Just, for it to wrap up now in the 112th minute? I think the whistle has gone now. Total props. I haven't seen it. It's no, it's still, still going. Still going. <laughs> it's still He's going. looked at his watch. We're into 112 now. He said he added on eight minutes. We're into the 112th when he's looking at his watch. Doesn't care for it. A guy did go down and needed to be subbed, to be fair. So anyway, this is the directive. Um, uh, I I love that Saudi Arabia came out with the ideal to play the offside trap. Hmm. And the fact that it caught them three times, I, you know, it, in contrast to Iran, what a, it's such a way better way to go out. Go out there with a plan, do something that you think can nullify the opposition. And like you, you'll get opportunities like this to win games against Argentina, for yeah. example. They, I think they got away with it a bit first half. Like, obviously, there was some tight ones, like the the disallowed Martinez one, where it's like a shirt sleeve. I'm not sure I want to see goals disallowed for that. But if we're going to be consistent with it, and everyone's going to have the same technology to do it, then fine. Mm. But it's still, I'd still like to see it tweaked a bit. It's still um, rots, yeah. And there was the one where uh, Messi just kind of he should have fed it. For Lataro, and he just took another touch for no reason at all, and then passed it. And by then, Lataro was offside. But and then the second very, half, they've come out unlike and, the Messiah. Oh, 100. Second half, they've come out and just turned it around. An absolute banger for the second goal. Yo, brilliant finish! Hey, like that's inspired. That's one of those. It's like Timmy's goal against the Dutch. One of it those. looked like a it looked like a FIFA goal to me, where like your Saudi Arabia are the computer, oh, and cool. your Argentina, and you've tried yeah. to tackle. You've 
you've had five different players attempt to tackle him and he still has the ball and then he just puts it top bins and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. You just turn the game off, you walk away. Why is this game still going? Dude, I don't know. We're into the 114th minute. This is ridiculous. The, <laughs> there it is. The crowd are banging for blood. It's win. all over. Saudi Arabia beat us. Saudi Arabia win. Wowee. A few, upset. A lot of people on our feed, we posted our predictions and that. A lot of people, well, not a lot, but a few people going for Argentina, mm-hmm. picking them and picking Messi to win everything. But, you know, wow, they're up against it now. They have to win both their last games, you'd think. Yeah, they have to. Uh, you know, it depends on what Saudi Arabia do now. Given that they lost to them, potentially this is their only win in the group and they may be able to scrape through in second somehow, but it throws out their round of 16 draw and where they go from here. So Yeah. Well, I think Mexico and Poland maybe draw this anyway. So tonight I've picked them to draw. That's so what you're hoping for. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I also think they're pretty even anyway. So, you know, that draws will let other teams back in it when they can when they play against them they can get two wins there but who knows world cup style surprises maybe argentina will be the surprise uh do we want to talk about uh we don't need to go through all the coming games but um we'll just talk about australia quickly mm. well um what do you think of the french <laughs> not knowing who we are uh, they're just being honest aren't they it, it made for good breakfast tv in australia i tell you why would they know that's you know you make a good point um, but why should we know who they are? Sorry? Why should we know who the French players are? We just do because we watch football and they're all, they play for big clubs and are exactly. famous footballers. Why wouldn't they watch football, Sam? That's all I'm saying. Are they not? Well, do you kid- want them to watch the A-League? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Are they not kidding up to watch Celtic Hibs to see Moy versus Boyle? Like, St. Mirren? Yeah. Yeah, precisely. Uh, Hearts. Hearts have a bunch of them. Fucking Atkinson, Cam Devlin. Come on. Mm. Where's his SPL up? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Outside of that. Um, Benzema gone. Good. Doesn't really change much, I don't think, for us. It could almost be better because I think Giroud's probably a better fit in that team. So Giroud seems to work very, very well in this, <laughs> yeah. um, this French side. The last World Cup, I don't think he scored a goal at the last World Cup, but after they played Australia in the first group game, the players all had a win that he wasn't in the team. They felt disjointed, and then Jury played every minute after that, and they won every game and, and they won the World <laughs> lifted Cup. the trophy. Um, Griezmann and Mbappe and Co. They love playing with Oli up there. So, hmm, hmm. Do you rate hmm. us just because of the French injuries? There's a lot out. <laughs> I don't. Especially with the no, injury in training, which is fun. I don't rate us sadly. We don't have Miller Yednak there to score a penalty if we get one. And, um, you know, we've got Craig Goodwin, but will he start? So, I don't know. Probably not. I wouldn't have thought. I think he will. You think he will? I think he will. You don't think he'll go with Leckie and Mabil? Uh, no, I reckon he's going to play Leckie up front. You think? Nah, he's not dropping Duke. You reckon Duke's is solid? I mean, yeah. we did come to he's, the conclusion that he's, he's playing best Duke. for us. Duke just does that thing where he runs around like an Aussie rules footballer and hip and shoulders people, and Arnie will want that, you know. The only thing France have said about Australia um, was their memories of last time they played us in the World Cup and we were physical. And so that's what leads me to believe it'll be be Duke and I believe Leckie will play on one of the wings. It's just a matter of if it's Craig or Aware, I guess. I just, it's... Craig. 
if we are going to get something out of this game, it's so stupid to do that because you what you want is you want three mobile forwards that are going to intercept positions to try and drag the defense out of position when we have the rare counterattack. Because just constantly banging it up to an isolated Duke where the two, you know, the wing players, Lecky, Mabil, are probably in deeper positions anyway, tracking fullbacks. You're just going to get no love. And we're going to get none of the ball. And we're going to absolutely pummeled if we do that. Yeah, definitely. Look, I don't, I'm not going into this with any sort of, uh, I'm not like excited for the chance of Australia winning. I just, I just want to watch the soccer is playing a World Cup. So see how we go, see what happens. I've, Sammy, I've got that giddy excitement and I going into this game, just wishing with absolutely everything inside of me that we fucking get something out of it. Mm. I'm, I'm not feeling that, but I am just like, mm. Yeah, I, I'm keen to see Australia play. I just, it's almost like it's just because I have to, though. <laughs> it's national duties. I, I have to watch <laughs> Australia play in the you've World been Cup. Been conscripted don't I? to watch us play in the World Absolutely. Cup. Absolutely, I can't. They drew, they drew out December birthdays in '92, and everyone who was born then has to watch the World Cup. Well, has to look, watch Australia if, play. Sammy, if you want, I'll volunteer as tribute, and you can just sleep in. Oh sure. Nah, I'm gonna get up and watch it. We'll be fine. Of course. Never mind that we're recording in the middle of the night and I have I have a job to do tomorrow, but we'll just get up and watch World when Cup. When is the game? Seven hours. hours from now. Okay. We can do this. Yeah, yeah, you know. By the time we do the, you know, bit of a cut, put it together, pop it up on the socials. Um, yeah. That could be late at night. And then there, there'll be another game starting. Is there a game on at 11.30 tonight? Yeah, I believe there is. Is that yeah, Mexico-Poland? Uh no, that's two. Th- it's Denmark Tunisia. Denmark. So okay. the other two, the other two teams in our group. Mm. So I, I'm gonna want to watch, watch this. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. watch this. <laughs> and then by the time that finishes, with all the extra time, it's gonna be quarter past two. Oh, dude! In three weeks, we're just gonna be dead to the world trying to talk about this. Oh, yeah, I love I've already, me. I've already decided. Uh, four years time, I probably won't be going to the World Cup, but I'll be taking four weeks off to watch it. That's you know what this was the one that I've had planned for a while was USA Canada Mexico because I reckon that would be a sick World Cup to go to. Yeah, start saving, save your pennies. We should do it. Get your piggy bank. All right, that'll do us. I reckon for tonight. I don't know when. Stay tuned. We're gonna try and record a few times a week because there's plenty happening and we want to stay on top of it. Keep getting around us on the socials because we're trying to up up it there. Go onto the social media pages. Change the settings for our page, get the notification, get on there, interact, leave your comments, get involved with some World Cup chat and discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was on there tonight? Tonight, I just had a little whinge about Martin Tyler being very boring. I'm enjoying Sam's rants. These are, <laughs> these are good things, good additions to the Facebook page, I think. They, they get um, a bit. Maybe not even change settings. Just remember to to search us every night. Like That's way better for traffic. Is it? I, you know? I think so. I think so. <laughs> All right. All right, thanks for listening. That'll do. We'll be in touch again shortly. Mm -hmm. Later. Enjoy the World Cup, everyone.